Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning, encouragers. We are close to wrapping up our series here for 21 biblical declarations that you can declare over your life. Number 20, my father tells me his secrets. My father tells me his secrets. At first, this declaration was a little confusing to me, and I find the word secret it often hits me like in a negative way. I tell my children we shouldn't have secrets. Often secrets are hurtful. Often secrets are exclusive. Um, I don't know. It just hit me funny. And as I sort of sat in it and I read through the scripture that was connected to it, it started to make sense. And I hope it does to you as well. So we find in Matthew 13, a parable. Jesus often spoke to people in parables because they did not understand what he was saying. So he would try to put it into terms of the day, you know, using um, farming analogies or fishing parables or stories, made up little stories just to help them imagine and comprehend what he was saying. So he's with his disciples and he's telling the people he's sitting in a boat and there's a little crowd around him and he's telling the people about the parable of a sower. So I want you to listen first, then I'm going to explain how this parable can be connected to understanding that our father tells us his secrets. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea and great crowds gathered about him. So he got into the boat and he sat down and the whole crowd stood on the beach And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and he sowed. Some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil. And immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Uh, The disciples questioned this parable, and they said, Then the disciples came and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered them, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not understand, they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see but never perceive. For the people's hearts had grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and with their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. 
For truly, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. So this parable is about a sower or a farmer who's sowing seeds in the ground. And you can imagine that this sower is God. And the seeds are his messages, his truths, his secrets, if you will. We have a whole book a whole book called the Bible, full of God's truths, God's stories, God's messages, God's secrets, if you want to say it that way, full of prophecies about even things to come that we have not seen yet, but that we can have trust in because it's truth. And he's explaining what can happen with some people when they receive messages from God or truth from God. And it says here, some of them, it just falls on basically dry ground. It does nothing. They hear it, doesn't penetrate, it goes away, gets burned up. You know, people take it to eat. And you could take think of that as like Satan, you know, um, just, boop, nope, not going to keep that truth. Anywhere near that person, we're just going to take it right away. It's not going to penetrate at all. Super dry ground. And you can imagine the ground being someone's heart. And a calloused, hardened heart towards God. Someone who um, I can speculate right now, but I can imagine a few types of people who may fall in that category. Someone who's been, has had a really hard life and imagine that they'd have a hard time believing maybe or trusting or wanting to listen to a God that is quote unquote good. And he is good, but I could understand how a calloused heart could be formed. Maybe someone who's been hurt by the church. Hold on one sec, but they've been hurt by the people of God. And they could have a calloused, hardened heart. And when they hear a truth, they want no part of it. They don't trust it. It just falls on dry, you know, dry ground. Um, and then, you know, uh, people who just deny. Um, th- there could be lots of different situations and circumstances which um, could c- cause this to happen. But this would be someone that just doesn't stick at all. It just goes right through, you know, goes, goes right away. And then it says that, um, you know, there's other seeds that had soil that it immediately sprang up, but then the sun scorched it. So maybe someone that like had an initial, um, interest, an initial excitement, an initial yes to God, and then life happened and it just burned up and it's cause it had no roots. It wasn't there long enough in their life to really sink in for them to really understand Maybe there's a very um, surface level belief in God and it doesn't penetrate long enough to really get to know him, to really build that trust, um, to really spend time in God's word, to understand how much they're loved. And then there's seeds that fall um, among thorns. So again, maybe those hurts, those wounds, those um, hard circumstances that just choke the word of God, because again, there's, it's not penetrated into the heart. It's not penetrated into the ground to be sturdy enough to survive. There's no well underneath to survive. We can consider God's love like a reservoir and it continues to provide life. It's like the life, you know, the life-giving water. When we say, when you have God in your life, it's like a never-ending thirst that's quenched 
because you can continuously come back to it and you can continue to grow through the hard stuff by clinging to the vine because you're so rooted in the ground that you have that life source. But if you don't, those hard things happen, those wicked things happen, life is not promised to be easy and they can get just choked up. And then the lastly are the seeds that fall on good soil and they really sink in and it really produces grain and it produces fruit. This is someone who really lives and breathes and spends time and allows trust to grow. Um, And even hard things can happen for that to happen, but it continues to grow and even produce fruit, Um, an active faith of maybe good works and Uh, you know, doing God's will in their life. And then they maybe have children and pass that truth on, maybe have a neighbor and pass that truth on. They live a life that's sharing the gospel. And then that is hundredfold, Um, you know, some 60, some 30, it says. And it says, those who hear, let him hear. He wants all of us to hear. So this came back to my original thought of secrets being negative. And they are, if you keep it to yourself, right? If it's something that's exclusive, I could see that. But God's word is open to all and is um, available to all. He wants all to hear. We're all his children. He wants us all to come back from wherever we've wandered. And he wants to share the hope, the peace, the joy uh, with you. And he wants you to trust him with the future. Even though we don't see the whole picture, he'll give you little secrets along the way. And some of those little secrets are just for you, just personal confirmations in your life, personal blessings, um, personal just connections where you're like, wow, how could he know that? How could anybody know that? Um, And it's just a little thing between you and him, a special relationship because you're his child. He takes delight in you. All the the declarations we've set up until now, he loves you. He wants to have those special things with you. I have four children and I want to have special things with each of them, right? Little fun things that aren't, that doesn't mean I don't love another child. It's just exclusive to that child. Little special moments, little special truths, little special special messages. He's the same with us. And as believers, we have access to the knowledge of the kingdom. That's pretty amazing. And the, the hope that is to come, this restored garden, this heaven, our father tells us his secrets. If you don't feel like you know him too well, spend some time with him. He will start to penetrate that dry ground and he wants you to let it grow some roots so that you can produce fruit in your life. Declare this over your life. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged. 
and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.